Welcome everyone, Be'ez HaShem. We continue in Kufnu and Aleph Sif Gimel, Shin number 342. Hilchus Beisak Neses, where the Mechabed tells us, Ein Yishenim Beisak Neses, Ha'afilu Shnas Arai. One is not permitted to sleep in the shul, even in temporary sleep. Now, I know some people listening to this might get very nervous hearing this halacha. You know why? Because they can get concerned. What happens if they sit down after Mincha, before Mayrev, and the Rav speaks for seven and a half minutes? He might fall asleep. And then he has a problem of falling asleep and he's violating this halacha. I'm taking a little joke over there, okay? A little joke because he's not supposed to joke in the base medrash, right? Okay? <laughs> Let's be normal also. So, Avil, the base medrash mutter. Ah, so in the basic Nesses, in the shul, even the temporary sleep you're not allowed to do, but in the base medrash, that is permissible. Let's take a look at the Mishnah here and see if Kata and Tezvav, by the way, in all seriousness, the Paisen do discuss on Sukkis. That on Sukkis, Temporary sleep outside of the of the shu, of the sukkah is actually a problem. If a person should be sleeping in the sukkah, so that's actually brought down. What happens if you go to shul and the rav starts speaking? You doze off during a speech, you know, or anybody's, you know, you doze off during a speech. Now you're in the shul, and then uh, in sukkah, it's a problem sleeping outside of the sukkah. Okay, sifkat and tezvav. Yes. Are you in a base knesset or base? Right now we are in both. This is a base knesset and base medrash. Let me. I'm glad you. I'm glad you asked that question because they usually more common. Used to be that the places of davening base knesses was one place. Base places of learning base medrash was a different place, and you still have some shuls like that. There are some places like. That. In fact, the truth of the matter is, downstairs. Here in this building, it's more of a base knesses. Yeah, sure. It's not a base medrash. Here is the base medrash where we are now. It all happens to be also normally they also use this as a base knesses. So this is a both. Okay, it, it's referred to I think I believe as the base medrash officially. You know the term. Um, I just want to point something else out. You know many times you have on uh, dinner journals the ads they write you should go from strength to strength. So what does that mean? You go from one gym to another gym. What does that mean? Right? Exercise, exercise more. Mechayel achayel. What does that mean? So, the, the basic understanding of what that means, from strength to strength, is that you're going from the strength of tefillah to the strength of Torah. Because after you finish davening, we'll be learning this halacha soon, a person should be learning. So that's what it means. Mechayel achayel. Because you would leave the base medrash and then go to where? Excuse me, leave the base Knesset and go to the base Medrash before you start your day. You go from Chayel to Chayel. That, that's, that's what it means. The people, people are saying, you go straight to straight. They think it means like, just continue doing what you're doing good. You know, that's, that's a little more to that. Okay. Sivkot and Tezvah. So we said, Enishim says the Mishnah Ruhu, we're talking about regular people. Meaning what? What's regular people? As, as opposed to Tamidi Chacham, which we already learned, that they're permitted to to sleep in the shul if they need to take their nap to strengthen themselves because this gives them the chizik to continue learning. We already said in Sivkan Vav Dishari, and I will tell you many years ago when I was learning in Eretz Yisrael, I, I, uh, in the base Medrash where I learned, right next to me was a Kailal Prushim, which means they, they went away for the whole week from their family, they learned for the whole week in Kailal, and they went home for Shabbos. Okay? So I'm this American bacher, learning with 
one of the you know, young light over there in, in that kailo. And in front of me, this man decides to just lie down on the bench. And I'm thinking to myself, this is this is crazy. Like this is where he sleeps. This is his. I was going. I like in my mind, I'm in the middle of learning with this other person, and right in front of me, I see the man just lie down on the hard wooden bench. And I'm like, was well, it back in Europe? I I, my, I didn't know what's going on over here. Like, I couldn't believe it. Then I found out, I realized afterwards, he actually was taking a little nap to mechazik himself and he'll continue learning because they have a place to sleep up the road. But still, it was it was it was uh, he's allowed to sleep. Tom Chacham's allowed to sleep because that's where. That's where he learns all day. He stays all day over there. So now we're discussing here in Sifkat and Tezvav, Ein Yishenim is talking about the person who's not learning in the base Medjah the whole day. He should not be sleeping in the base Knesses. Sifkat and Tezayin, our base Medjah Shmutter, Ratzulaymar, Shnasarai, a temporary nap in the base Medjah is permissible. And sometimes it's even encouraged. Let's say a person's in the middle of learning and he pushes his head, head is going, he's spinning, he can't concentrate. Put your head down five minutes, put ten minutes, whatever it might be. Put your head down in a few minutes, pick your head up, wash yourself off, mechazik yourself, and go weiter. Mechayel al for the real chayel al chayel. He's not so comfortable with this permissibility of sleeping in the base medrash. A temporary sleep in the base medrash. Perhaps the kevan could be she base medrash also lishoyis shom zman harbe lulmoi velushmoi debitoy avikoshi lazari mishnasarai akein loy also luzel lushum adam. It could be that even for the person who's not a tamud chacham, since if you're in the base medrash for a an extended period of time, it could be it's not always possible to avoid a temporary shluf, temporary nap in the base medrash. That's what we're saying. There's this heter. In the base medrash, well, Tamil Chacham alomit shom bekvius muter afilus nas keva. The Tamil Chacham who learns their bekvius on a regular basis is permissible even a shnas keva, even a official bona fide sleep. That was Sif Gimel. We said in Sif Gimel just to review that the average person should not be sleeping. The regular person should not be sleeping in the basic nesses. We already said that the Tamil Chacham who's learning there on a regular basis, he is permitted to. And then we said that a base medrash, there is even permissibility to sleep a um, temporary sleep there, as well as for the Talmud Chacham, even a permanent sleep there, a Shnas Keva, to Shenas uh, Keva. Okay, Siv Dal says the Mechaber on top of the page. One would be permitted for the purpose of the basic nesses, we'll see, we'll see what this means, for the one who's learning the basic nesses, to eat or sleep there inside of it. Let's see we first if cotton yud zayin, let's start with basic nesses, kegoyin, misha shaymer oisoy uchahai gavna, one who's, let's say, a guard, look at that, you see, there's nothing new, the guard in the shul, or to sleep inside of it, don't bring your bed there, you have a chaylik that you could bring your bed there, meaning who that this guard or this this uh, person who is watching you over the place says back on top of the page for this reason they sleep on Yom Kippur in the basic nesses even for a different mitzvah they gather together to um, to uh, make an Ibrayar, an extra month, an Adr Shani. Right? So that's like a mitzvah. It's a, it's a tremendous mitzvah. So they, let's say you have to sleep over in the shul 
So that's that's another reason why he be permitted to sleep over there. They're allowed to eat over there. Okay, so he's giving examples of doing different mitzvahs. I'm sorry. If siv cotton yud tes, the mishnah says rather yud ches. We saw that right. Yud tes says mitamze. You shade him for this reason. You're allowed to sleep in Yom Kippur in the shul. Why? Now, in those days, when they didn't have electricity, they would light candles, and the candles would burn all night, and there was a need for someone or some people to sleep in the shul. Because if chas v'shalom, there'd be a problem, they would be there to deal with it. And, and you know, as much as, much as possible. He says in the Deir Shunot, he brings from the Gra. Since the person is staying in the shul to sleep there, in order that the next day they could, they could say Hashem's praises, that is a tzarech mitzvah. Then he brings later on, he brings and He should not sleep. One who is permitted to sleep in the shul should not sleep near the Aron Kodesh. And the reason for this is because when a person sleeps, he flatulates, he passes gas. And it's not derech kavod, derech eretz, to be passing gas near the Arun Kodesh. Okay. Then we say, la'abir ha'shonah. So, I just want to point something out. The Shulchan Aruch, our Shulchan Aruch, the Shulchan Aruch, writes only halacha l'maysa. Meaning, writes for our world that we live in. We are not ma'abir ha'shonah anymore. We don't do that. We don't, Vesden today does not say, okay, we need to add a leap, a leap year, make it a leap year, we're going to add Adar Shani. That's already been calculated, already done. So I just find it interesting, I'm sure I'm missing something basic over here, as to why the Shulchan Aruch is bringing this in as an example. Okay, I understand it's based in the Gemara, but we don't do that. So he talks in our world, our language, right? he, doesn't, doesn't, he doesn't write halachas that, that we don't do today. What are you referring to? So he says over here that they're allowed to sleep in the shul going for mitzvah of la'aber ashana, of gathering together to make it a, a, a leap year, right? Oh, okay. uh, but, like, but we don't do that. So, I mean, there are other examples you could give, right? So in the stomach, <coughs> excuse me. Even in times of the Shulchan Aruch. They didn't in, in the time of Shulchan Aruch, 100%. Right, right, 100%. And the reason, and the reason we don't do it is... Sivkot in Chav, Ayb Magin Avram Shehevi B'Shem Hagoyis Smack. Take a look at the Magen Avraham. Brings from the smack. The lehotel suudas mitzvah eloke goin suudas ibur shana sheim v'kalas reish. He says to have a suudas mitzvah is only permissible if it's a suudas mitzvah of ibur shana. So that's that they would have maybe they, not maybe they would have a, a suudas mitzvah when they would be the shana when they would make an extra month. Not just okay pass okay extra month and move on. Mamish making a suudas mitzvah. And he says why specifically only that suudas mitzvah because there's no kalas reish. There's no lightheaded behavior. It was made with bread and legumes alone. As opposed to a Sudas Mitzvah that has Shikhrus. It's also Apa Beis HaMedrash. So it says a Sudas Mitzvah that has Shikhrus, that has drunkenness, you get Shikhr, is also even the base Medrash. Now, the question arises now, is he saying that you can't have alcohol in, in the base medrash, in the base knesses, <coughs> right? That, that's a question, which which we see the minigoyim is definitely not like that. That's definitely not the case. 
Um, so just pointing that out, what I mean by that is that you have in shuls where there is no social hall, they have no kiddush room, so after davening, they clean off the svarim, they clean off the sedorim chomashim, and they put out a plastic, and they, 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 put the, they have the kiddush right there in the shul. Right? That, that's a very common situation in many shuls. Okay, right. Okay, so now you see over here that the that the Mishnah even addresses our question to some degree that if you have no other place to make your kiddush your siyum, then you can even do it in the base medrash. Because there's no other place to do it in. Now, I just find it interesting also why the Chavetz Chaim here in the Mishnah went the extra mile to say, to make a Sudas Sim Hashas. You can make a, a Sudas Mitzvah, you finish a Masechta, you finish a Masechta's Gittin, right? You just finish Gittin. So you make a Sim. Why does he have to choose specifically, why did he choose to make a Sim Hashas? It's by Sim Hashas? That's what he can do in the base magic, base but not a regular Masechta is not good enough? You know? I don't think I don't think that uh, maybe perhaps he's he's telling us let's have aspirations, let let's 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 yearn to make the seam a shas. I don't know maybe. Okay. Now the shard seam which we're not going to see inside has a whole discussion. You know what? Actually, let's see it inside. Uh, in Sifkadin Yud Dalid, all you see a Dalid all the way in the bottom of the page, three lines from the bottom, where he says like this in regards to. Having your Sudas Siyam Ashas in the base of Medjish because there's no other location to do it in, he brings Kiyadua Shitas Haramban, the Rajba, the Ramban, and the Rajba as well. The base Akneses Shebebovel, Altanai Hu, I feel be Shuvan, that the base Akneses in Bovel, the dinim of a base Knesset outside of Eretz Yisrael, Bavel is a is a uh, is a key word for outside of Eretz Yisrael, is afilu biyeshuvan, is even if it's biyeshuvan, meaning what? If it's when when they they made it and the base measure is still in existence, as opposed to if it got destroyed. That's yeshuv means yeshuv to dwell to live in it. That one would be permitted to have a leniency of of eating in there. Let's say it was very common in those days, times of the Gemara, to use the shul as the place where people would eat. In fact, the whole Friday night Kiddush concept, the whole Friday night Kiddush concept, which many shuls do not make Kiddush Friday night, some shuls do make Kiddush Friday night, some Rishonim scream, what are you doing making Kiddush Friday night? It's a brachla v'atala. What are you doing making Kiddush Friday night? And the other Rishonim say, no, that's the minuk that we have. I believe it's a Rashba that we're Samechan. Those shuls who make Kiddush Friday night, they rely the fact that it was done. We have minuk to do it. Now, why was the minuk? The minuk was because the people who were passing from one town to the next, they would stay there. They would sleep there. So for them, they would make Kiddush Friday night, and that was their Kiddush, and they, had, they would go have Kiddush Bimak and Suda. Right? So, and they would also sleep there. They make Havdalah, that's the same, same reason, right? Same reason, which, by the way, is another opportunity, now that you mentioned that, for me to say, men, husbands, husbands, who who are in Shul Meitzai Shabbos, and you hear Havdalah, do not have a mind to be Yaitse with that Havdalah. 
because then you cannot, there's a big problem, you should not go home and make Avdallah for your wife afterwards, because if you already fulfilled your mitzvah, so we're not getting into all these halachas now, but this is a good Pesach of Avdali Shkoyach for mentioning it, so now I can point, point it out again. Men and women are not obligated the same way when it comes to Avdallah. Therefore, if you already accepted that this is your Havdalah in Shul, then what happens is now is that when you go home and make Havdalah again, you already have fulfilled your obligation. It's not the same when it comes to Kiddush on Shabbos. Let's put a, a pause on the rest of that conversation for now. Says further over here, Umutur Lutzayich, back still in, in the Sharetzian, that the base Haknesis was built al meaning that you could use it also for something else. I can't see the person behind. back There are also different texts in the Yushalmi that say was It wasn't just pass and kidneys. Okay? Okay. Fine. Let's go back on the top of the page. There's a very important Indian, it's a very important Indian that in Hilchus Basaknesis of the Tanai. Tanai means a condition. Because if there was a condition made in regards to the Basaknesis that it could be used for other things. What you just did was you permitted the ability to eat there. You permitted the ability to sleep there because it's not just a base haknesis. It also has that opportunity to be used for other things. That's why this, this tonight concept is so important. We're going to see soon as well that a shul could be built with the mindset that you're building, and you, you, so we'll say like this, a social room. You're building a social room. That social room will have an Oren Kodesh, a Bima, a Shul, a, a, a Stender, everything else, it looks like a Shul. And you're davening in that room. What's the halacha status of that room? The halacha status of that room is really a social room. But you build a Shul there. No. What does that mean? What does that mean? That means like this. That means, I was talking to my Chavrus about this last night. What that means is, is that that takes away the severity of the makam being a basic nessus. Let's say, for example, but you still have to. You, you still, have to, yeah, you still have to have the proper decor. That's true. Yeah, that's You're right. So you still have to have the proper decor. But let's say the proper decor was not followed with, through. Are they violating the halachas of the very severe halachas of violating that which is in a? Basic Nessus? We're saying no. Like, let's give an example. Let's say, for example, downstairs, the shul downstairs, just it's just too small. And they decide, they had a board meeting, unanimous decision. Ah, oh, imagine, imagine, a unanimous decision on the board, right? Okay? So, Simon Sheikh's coming. I don't want people to say things like that. <laughs> Sign for nothing, okay? Anyway, they all decide to dive in the social room. Why? Because there's more space. You can fit another hundred people there. So what we're saying is you still have to have the proper decorum. But the Kedusha's basic nessus is not there because now you're in a social room. So let's say you originally make it in such a way with the mindset like this. You hear what's going on? Mm-hmm. That you're making your shul in the room that's called the social room. 
So that would also alleviate this, this concern that if people would violate the halachas that we learned here in Sifalif, then it would not be so problematic as, as, uh, as like we discussed. Says the Mechaber Sif, hey, okay, the Mechaber says on top of the page, Hayu you have two doorways, right? Two doorways, actually a good example. One on the left over here, one to the right over there. Put aside the fact that's the women's section, okay? You don't want to use it as a shortcut. Now, if this other doorway was was there, before you made it perhaps into a shul, then it would be permissible. Let's say you went into the shul. You, 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 you thought you had to go get something. You thought you left your talus there. Then you realize, you realize what? You didn't. You, you could then go continue to, let's say, uh, the shorter de- you know, derech. You're already there. You didn't go intentionally to, to make a shortcut. But once you're there, you're already there. Once you go into Tadavan, you're allowed for one who went into Davin. So you went in one way. So you know what? When you leave, this is a perfect example. You could go out that door. You, you parked the car right in the back, like you parked the car in the back over there. So you came here to dive and came here to learn. You want to go out that back door? Totally fine. It's not using the basic nessus as a shortcut. Says the Mishnah Rasef Kadn Chaf Aleph, two lines in the bottom of the page, from the second last line rather. Sarich Laimar, Mitzvah Limisha Nichnas. Not that it's mutter lemishenichas, but a mitzvah who come one who comes in. That what? Let's get the words here. Let's get the mutter lemi. Ah, see, you see where it says here by the chafal mutter lemishenichnas. Pesach zel atzis pesach He says some learn it. It's it's a mitzvah, not just a mutter, to come in from that doorway. Uh, one who comes in from the north shall leave to the from the south. We also learn the same concept by where when you get in Leah. When you get in Leah, you come up one way, you go down the other way, right? Similar concept. And the reason why you want to do all this is because you want to show that you love the shul. You want to show that you love coming to the shul. So you want to come in. In the quicker way, you go out in the in the farther way. You don't want to show that you're going in to make the shul a place of a shortcut.